Harper, here we are, Sunday night, it's time to rock and roll, all you crazy motherfuckers out there, that's right, it's Bay Ragney, and it's Totally Gym Radio Rocks, that's right, hashtag TDR Rocks, there you go. What's going on everybody, it is Sunday, so that means it's rock and roll time, it's rock and roll totally driven style, it's rock and roll Bay Ragney style, it's rock and roll your style, because I'm taking, or I have taken your request throughout the week, I have some new music here to play for you that came out this week, as well as some uh, some old ditties, some old classics for everybody. So uh, let me let me give you a quick rundown. We got new going on this week. We got a uh, let's see now new. All right, we got new. The band is called Silver Tongue. Uh, the tune is called Dig. It was actually sent to me this week. Uh, really cool tune. So we're playing some new Silver Tongue for you. We have new. Um, actually, it's not new, but it's new to the show. It's my uh, first time playing it. It's um, a cover tune of the week, All That Remains. And it's uh, from uh, All That Remains, the tune Thunder Rolls, originally done by um, Mr. Garth Brooks. Uh, let's see what else new we got. We got a uh, brand new Butcher Babies, another uh, tune they released off their upcoming album, Lilith. We have brand new Europe. We have brand new... Let's see, brand new Power Man 5000, and we're going to kick off the show right now with brand new Marilyn Manson, and uh, also, I have an interview this week, uh, Chicago area guitarist, he put out this killer album, it's called Heat Wave, it's a... it's a guitar, mostly a, like a guitar instrumental album. There's some tunes that got vocals on it, and uh, we're gonna play some music from it as well. But uh, his name is Lou DeBella, and uh, the album is called Heat Wave. So check that out. Yeah, we'll be playing that later in the show. So let's do this. Here we go. Brand new Maro Manson. The video came out for this the other day with uh, his good friend and special guest star in the video, Mr. Johnny Depp. Here we go. Say ten. Oh, 
Oh
everybody, welcome back to the Radio Bay Ragging here. There you go. This week's mandatory motorhead, Born to Lose. Uh, <clears throat> before that, excuse me. Uh, my throat this week is not good. <clears throat> excuse me. All right, so uh, before that, we did uh, a piece, a tune. I'm just loving this a tune. It's Carmine and Vinny a piece. Um, they have an album coming out, and that's the first single off of it. And it is called Heroes and Monsters. And Mr. Paul Shortino is on vocals. Good stuff. Check it out. Uh, before that, uh, there you go. And that goes out to somebody if they're listening. Uh, Stars from 6 a.m. Love that tune. Love 6 a.m. And actually, uh, Nikki Six announced the other day that he's stepping down from his radio show at the end of the year. Um, so no more Six Cents. And um, he's going to, uh, for 2018, concentrate on his photography. Uh, he's going to be doing some like art gallery type showings with his photography. And. Um, no mention of 6 a.m., which I caught, thought was kind of weird. But then I thought maybe he, like, is taking a break. I mean, they just released two albums in a year, and who knows. But there you go. No 6 a.m. on the horizon, looks like, for Mr. Nikki Six. Um, before that, though, brand new Power Man 5000. They're getting ready to go out on a tour with our good friend, Miss Rachel Lorin. So check them out. They come to a town near you, and that tune is called Cult Leader. Uh, before that... It's it's out. It's here. The missing piece. The missing piece is out. That's L.A. Guns. That's right. Baby got a fever. It came out this Friday. It's officially out. I got my copy, and it freaking smokes. Um, I'm gonna be putting a review up this week on the website. So go to TotallyDrivenEntertainment.com to check it out. But um, pick it up, man. You won't be disappointed. I mean, it's it's like L.A. Guns, like from 1986 to now like it just covers all the bases um it just sounds amazing great stuff and uh we kicked off that show the show that show this show your show with new Merrill Manson and Say 10 as in Satan <laughs> check out the video great video with Johnny Depp um love that tune classic uh sounding Mr. Merrill Manson for you so uh here we go California Dreaming Hollywood Undead, you know who you are. Get up on 
Radio Rocks. Now and then.
Rock Spay Ragney here. There you go in our now and then segment, Europe. And we did uh, the classic Rock the Night, and we did brand new Election Day, which New Europe, I, I hate to say it because I am not a Europe fan, but I'm becoming a Europe fan because this new stuff they're putting out, yeah, the few songs I've heard off it, I mean, it sounds like classic like Deep Purple. I mean, it sounds friggin' awesome. So hats off to them. Check that out. It's, it's uh, called Election Day. Uh, before that, by request from our good friend, uh, one of the best friends of the show, Kyoko, with Baby Metal and Road to Resistance. Uh, before that, Linkin Park and Numb, which uh, just released the other day, was the Carpool Karaoke episode with Linkin Park. And um, I was watching it yesterday, and it was filmed, uh, I think it was six days before uh, Chester had committed suicide. And it's just a shame. Like I, I really like hope people do watch this. Um, for, like it's a twenty minute long video, but I, like I watched the whole thing, and it was just, you know, it, it was sad to watch, but happy at the same time. Like watching it, like the whole thing just put a smile on my face. Like it, it was just a fun episode. Um, they did it with uh, Mr. Chow from uh, The Hangover, which he even did. Uh, he even sang one of the songs as Mr. Chow with them, um, which was pretty cool. And, uh, but they just look like they had such a good time and it just shows you like, uh, how, how fucked up depression is and shit like that. Like, you know, days later, this guy like is committing suicide and leaving behind a family and kids and, um, you just don't know what's going through people's heads and, you know, one minute you can be happy, big smile. The next minute you could be on the bottom of the earth and, um, I, I, I know, like I suffer from depression and I know it just sucks, man. It's just a horrible thing. Um, and continued thoughts and prayers go out to his family, but, um, you know, he lives through the music and watching that episode, he'll live on and he'll live on in that episode with a smile because he smiled and was happy and enjoyed himself that whole time. So check it out. Uh, before that, Madame Mayhem, we debuted that last week all around the world. Uh, she's out there. She's finishing up her tour here in the States and uh, getting ready to head over to Europe pretty soon with Fozzie. So uh, if she's coming over to Europe, I know I have some people in Europe listening. Check her out. You won't be disappointed. And we kicked off that block of music with The Hollywood Undead and California Dreaming. So, all right, here we go. Heavy Hitter of the Week. Brand new Butcher Babies. Pomona. Pomona, there you go. From Lilith, shit happens. Go 
All right, welcome back to Jerry Rocks. There you go, Tom Kiefer, and he's back on solid ground. There you go. Uh, in case you haven't heard, um, Tom actually was he was here in the Philly area this past Friday night, hometown area, and um, last night he was supposed to be playing in I think Warrendale, Pennsylvania, and um, he collapsed before the show. Was rushed by ambulance to the hospital, and uh, he was actually just released uh, earlier today. Um, seems it was uh, he was kept overnight for observation, and basically it was um, dehydration which caused the problem. So, um, you know, Tom Kiefer, rest up, buddy. Um, get better. Get back out there on the road because a lot of people are dying to see you rock and roll. So uh, there you go. And uh, let's see. Before that, we did a, a double shot for our good friend Kyoko. There you go, Kyoko. Bernie Torme, Power of the Blues, just for you. Uh, before that one, TNT, as far as the eye can see, in case you haven't heard, um, it was announced this past week. Press release was sent out. Uh, our good friend, Mr. Tony Harnell and TNT have parted ways. Uh, it seems TNT is going to move on with a... Uh, it's kind of unclear the way it, it was kind of said. Uh, possibly Ronnie Latecro, the guitar player, is going to continue on and form a whole new band of TNT. But uh, Tony is uh, hes back here in the States, and uh, he's going to be doing uh, getting his Starbreaker band back together. Uh and look for a new album from then very soon. I would I would hopefully think early 2018. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Before that, Guns and Fucking Roses. It's so easy. Yes, it is. Which, in case you didn't miss it, they were actually joined on stage the other night uh, by Pink. And they did uh, Patience, which was pretty cool. Uh, before that, Black Label Society, their latest Room of Nightmares. And before that one, the brand new one from the Butcher Babies and Pomona. Shit happens. Lilith will be out soon. Get it. You can pre-order it. Go to iTunes or your favorite digital download place. Uh, Let's see. All right. Stay tuned. We're going to come back in a few minutes with our cover song of the week, that All That Remains cover of the Garth Brooks classic. But before that, make sure you check out our sponsors because uh, they check us out. They help us. They cover our asses. They keep the music going for us. They keep the power going for us. And they're totally driven. Especially this guy you're going to hear. Chris Frehley Presents.com. He's funny. He's wacky. He is out of his freaking mind. But he's totally driven and he loves us and we love him. Check him out. Chris Frehley Presents.com. I'm Black Man. Saving mankind. One stereotype at a time. To the Black Mobile. To the corner of Martin Luther King Street. And Malcolm X Boulevard, pronto. Will black man make it to the crime on time? Or will he be on CPT? Stay tuned at ChrisFrailyPresents.com. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right, you can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap, it's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. 
Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin on the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. All right, welcome back. Tension Radio Rocks, here we go. Second half of the show. It's all queued up. It's all lined up. It's ready to go. Let me hit place. Let me press play for you. How about that? Almost spitted it out. Here we go. All right, cover song of the week. This is from All That Remains, their cover of the Garth Brooks classic, Thunder Rolls. The city's looking like a ghost town on a moonless summer night. Raindrops on the windshield is a song moving the end. He's heading back from somewhere that he never should have been. And the thunder rolls. And the thunder rolls.
when everything repeats It's easier to cut us down and point our defeat It's easy to be right when everything repeats Dig below the surface, find your insecurities Tell me, maybe you were right, maybe I was wrong But I've been silent for far too long Maybe you were right, maybe I should go But I've been silent for far too long What will it take to rip the heart from your head?
gonna break the chains that keep us bound. Here it comes again, I'll take the pain and grin just one more time. If it's what it takes just to get this place out of my life. I don't want it, I don't need it. Time comes, you know.
Excuse me, oh pardon me, I'm still sticky on the inside There comes a time when all I do Is sit around in contemplation And curse my situation I'm just too bored for normal news Be careful of what you wish for Impossible to just ignore One last time is all I need To get my life in stocks in order They're on the rise this quarter Beware of certain friends Who sell you out when everything is free I know what I am to all of you
All right, welcome back. Tony Ray Rocks. There you go. Some ghost in year zero. Before that, Stone Sour, Roses Red, Violent Blue. Before that, by request from our good friend Becky. What's going on, Becky? There you go. Some Crash Diet and Cocaine Cowboys. Uh, before that, brand new Silver Tongue with Dig. And that's a killer tune. Uh, i got to look more into that. Possibly coming soon to Toad Gym Radio. You never know. Uh, before that, Trivium, The Heart You Hate. And we kicked off that block of music with... All that remains and thunder rolls. So, all right, here we go. Ready? Go back in time, a little classic. This was a song that it's still to this day, for some reason, just gives me like a, gives me a weird feeling in my stomach. I don't know. But I, I love this tune. I love uh, cranking it up, especially when I'm driving around, windows down. It just reminds me of the good old days of those late 80s, early 90s. Um, yeah fun times but anyway here you go here's hardline and hot sherry
cake and fucking eat you too.
right, welcome back to Generator Rocks Bay Rang here, and there you go, some Alice Cooper playing some little spooky stuff for you since Halloween's around the corner. That was Alice with the classic Welcome to My Nightmare. Before that, Lizzie Borden, Tomorrow Never Comes. Before that, Lizzie Hale and Hailstorm with Miss Hyde. Before that one, Motionless and White with Necessary Evil. Before that, Miss Rachel Loren and Revolution. Check her out. Like I said earlier in the show, going out there on tour at Power Man 5000, West Coast, be ready for a fun tour. And uh, we kicked that off with Hardline and Hot Sherry. So there you go. There's uh, the music portion of our show. Now it's time for the interview. His name is Lou DeBellel. He's a guitar player extraordinaire from the Chicago area. And uh, here he is. Lou. Yes, this day. This is me. How you doing, man? Good, man. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, uh, quick question I got to ask um, uh, that I ask, uh, which I think, uh, are you Italian? I am. Yeah, okay. So I usually yeah, I, ask yeah. my fellow, I ask my fellow Italians this, uh, this very important question of life. Is it gravy or sauce? Sauce. <laughs> See, that's because that's you're out there in the, the Chicago area. You're, you're out in the middle of the, the country, so it, it, it's sauce for you. Right, right. And, and is your last name Ragni? Or do you, you say Ragni? I say Ragni, but it's, yeah, it's Ragni. There you go. Matters how Italian you want to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lasagna, you know. Yeah. You get that oh, silent in there. So, yeah, uh, man, so, uh, so what's, what's going on? So where are you at? I'm out in, uh, like, uh, right outside of Philadelphia. Oh, nice. Have you ever been out this way, or? No, my uh, family on uh, my dad's side came from Washington, Pennsylvania, and uh, so I was around there, the Pittsburgh area, a lot as a kid. And then my dad actually lived in the Philadelphia area for a while, a while back, but I was never out there when he was there. Okay. Okay. Well, um. Uh, musically, uh, it's something that might surprise people if you know they they hear your 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 album Heatwave and it's a you know a very uh, classic hard rock metal sounding album. But actually, I mean, you started playing like saxophone and piano. Right. Yeah, I, I originally played uh, piano for you know maybe two and a half, three years as a kid, and then played saxophone for for about a year before I before I really picked up the guitar around around age fifteen. What uh was there any particular person that like really influenced you to pick up the guitar, or was it just uh, you know you wanted to to rock, shall we say? Well, you know, I was always really in. I mean, super into music. I mean, literally as a kid, you know, I remember. I mean, I remember like listening to specific music, probably about maybe being four years old or so, and for sure oh. by the time I was five and six, you know, I was you know playing records all the time and, you know, and, and aware of listening to the radio even at that age, you know. But uh, as far as the guitar went, uh, my uncle is a really good jazz guitarist, and so, again, as a real little kid, I saw him play, and uh, even even at that age, like maybe he was late teens, 20, whatever, I mean, he just played flawlessly and, and is, is still just a fantastic jazz player. So, you know, my close-up experience with the guitar was somebody playing it 
flawlessly, you know, a clean, pure sure. sound, you know. And uh, so then I never really pursued the guitar myself much. Uh, and uh, around uh, 13, 14, I started kind of getting more into into hard rock at that time. You know, I was never one that was really into Kiss, but I was like into like Led Zeppelin and, uh, you know, Pink Floyd and Grand Funk and stuff like that. Oh, cool. And, uh, uh, but then the thing that really made me want to pick up the guitar and, and really kind of gave me a, a solid, uh, specific inspiration was, uh, seeing the Jimi Hendrix documentary and, uh, you know, really sort of checking him out in detail for the first time. I had heard the the Hendrix albums, you know, as a as a kid that my parents had, you know, and so when I was little, I had heard Hendrix, and I always kind of, you know, liked it as much as I liked the Beatles and Cream and all that that I heard too. But uh, but then when I was a little bit older and saw that that documentary, it was like you know the the light bulb went off in my head and you know <laughs> since i played saxophone i was familiar with jazz you know i totally like got what hendrix was doing as far as like you know the whole improv aspect and you know it was obviously different from uh uh you know uh, this came out you know years you know several years before i i was uh uh, you know, aware of it. I was, you know, a few years behind, but, you know, of course, what he was doing was different at that time from, you know, from the Who and, you know, the Beatles and all that. I mean, he really sort of created what we think of as the the rock guitar solo. And uh, and so I kind of really picked up on that, you know, right away, and I was mesmerized by that movie, and I went and watched it all the time at the midnight, you know, movie place. And, you know, and, and, uh, and, yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> You, you, you know, when you really think about Hendrix, you, you got to say to yourself, like, you know, he was different and wild and, and totally original for his time. But even, you know, close to 50 years later or whatever it is, there's still nobody that's really, you know what I mean, like, that you can set apart like that. I mean, it, it, he was truly right. so unique. It's just amazing. Right. It, you know, you think, you know, sort of Eddie Van Halen kind of, you know, added a little bit of a of a more modern, you know, what we think of now, you know, on top of that, but you're right. I mean, nobody had or has since, you know, had that, that significant of an impact. I mean, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, something else I was, I was seeing too, that was really mind blowing. Um, you also do, uh, I don't know if you're still doing this, but, uh, guitar lessons. I do. I teach uh, a lot here, uh, you know, locally, and, uh, uh, you know, I've done some different online stuff at, at points, too, but, yeah, yeah I teach. Now, the, the one thing I saw now, it, it said that you had did, given over 25,000 guitar lessons. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, like, when do you put the guitar down? That's a lot of freaking lessons. <laughs> Well, you know, if you average it out on a regular basis, and if I did 20 lessons a week, that's a 1,000 lessons a year. And I could easily do more than 20 sometimes, and, of course, those are half-hour lessons. So, you know, I mean, you got other time in there with uh, preparation, et cetera. But, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, my it's not quite, I suppose, a full time in terms of 40 hours exactly, but, I mean, it's basically, you know, my – full-time uh, pursuit between teaching and, and playing, uh, 
you know, paying jobs of one sort or another. You know, my my sure. motto is if they, my motto is if they're paying, I'm playing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now, I haven't, I haven't now, yet got the T-shirt made up, but I think that's coming next. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, how important do you think, like, um, being an, a guitar instructor, like, how important has that been also for you as a player, like helping you um, grow as a player? Well, pretty significant for sure. You know, I went to a Musicians Institute in California, and. Um, you know, uh, it, it helped a lot because ever since then I've never had a real job. <laughs> you, know, you know, ever since then I've I've taught and played guitar for a living. Uh, you know, almost exclusively, and um, so yeah, so that in and of itself was was very significant. But I didn't really teach uh, before I went out there, although I recall being out there and. Uh, there was, like, a guy that played keyboards that lived in our house, you know, and I, like, started showing him some stuff, and it was, like, real effortless for me to, like, show him stuff. And actually, my family is kind of full of teachers and professors or whatever, one way or the other. So kind of kind of comes in my blood, I guess. But uh, uh, especially now, so many years down the road, and, you know, teaching so many different aspects of the guitar music yeah for sure it's it's allowed my own playing to probably you know sort of progress and and broaden in scope a lot more than uh, than it would have otherwise sure now you were also too i saw like one of the first people to start doing uh guitar lessons like on a online on a website yeah in about 2000 uh, which, as you can imagine, you know, that was pretty early. You know, that was like the real player video days, you know, and stuff. Uh, but in about 2000, I started uh, the website guitarlessononline.com, which was, you know, and just from research that I did at the time and so forth, you know, you could find maybe two or three other sites that had something similar at the time, but it was one of the very first sites that had uh, streaming video and, like, uh, Flash-type animation, you know, specifically for guitar lessons. And, of course, pretty shortly thereafter, you know, all kinds of stuff started hitting the market, and then YouTube also really picked up pretty shortly thereafter. And right. So, uh, so it didn't really achieve, uh, you know, such great notoriety, per se. But, yeah, that actually uh, was, was pretty cool, and I... And I did a lot of traffic with, uh, uh, you know, some subscription areas there for a little while. But, you know, that's it's hard to make that really work, as uh, as you may know, depending on how involved with various online ventures you might be. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. So uh, no, it was and, pretty cool. And, and, you know, the lessons looked really good. And, you know, it was it was really easy to follow. It was pretty, pretty cool, really. I, I, I wouldn't mind getting an updated version of something like that out, you know, maybe out on DVD or something at this point. Right. Now, how about, uh, you, you mentioned YouTube. Like, has the world of YouTube, like, hurt, um, like, like a person like yourself, a guitar instructor? Because there's so many people on there doing, like, guitar lessons on there for free and guitar, you know, learn how to play this song and learn how to do this and all. Well, I mean, you know, it's hard to say that it's, Hurt. I mean, 
you know, you know, if it wasn't there, you know, what, what am I supposed to think? I'm the only guy that can teach like that, you know, in the, <laughs> in the world, you know. Uh, you know, so it's just, it's kind of, it is what it is, you know. I think as much as anything, I think it's learning to, uh, you know, to adapt. For example, you know, there's no uh, substitute for uh, a hands-on lesson with, and it doesn't matter whether it's guitar or anything else, you know, I mean, it's, Right, you're trying to learn how to do something, you know, you, you're going to learn it more, you know, with somebody that knows how to do it, period, you know, so people that, uh, you know, shun guitar lessons for one reason or another, I mean, that's just a, a, you know, a foolish attitude in the long run, but um, not that you can't do things on your own as well, of course, but, uh, you know, you, you can't really uh, uh, beat that sort of hands-on, uh, you know, in-person lesson, but for myself, having YouTube there, it's real easy to say, well, here, let's pull up this song and listen to it right now. Or, well, look, here's another version of this guy doing it. See what I mean? You know, so I kind of use it to my advantage at this point. Nice. Now, the the, the new album, Heat Wave, um, mm-hmm. it's out now, right? Yes, it is. So, uh, yeah, it's available, uh, you know, at all the sort of standard online uh, services, Amazon and whatever, and CD Baby, and also direct on my website, LouDebello.com. It, it, it seems this album um, was actually like, uh, I guess, like uh, a person that also appeared on the album, uh, Ross the Boss. It sounds like he like had a, a big influence on you doing this album. You know, uh, there's a, a lady that works uh, with him, uh, Lori Hunt, who, um, uh, you know, has, has since become a good friend, and, and, and I consider Ross a friend, too, uh, these days. Uh, and, you know, it was just kind of one of those things that sort of came out of nowhere. Uh, she saw a clip of me and... I was Facebook friends with Ross, but it was just like a sort of a, you know, typical Facebook friendship on his page, and maybe a right. exchange of messages here and there or whatever, you know. And uh, so, you know, she, uh, you know, contacted me and was like, oh, you know, this is, you know, this is really great, and you know, was asking me, you know, what, you know, what my deal was, or if I had an agent, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, you know, this is the fourth. CD that I've done all uh, independently released uh, of my solo material besides various, you know, little band things over the years or whatever. And so uh, there was a little bit of something in the works as far as, yeah, you know, I would be doing another CD at some point and, you know, maybe I had a little bit of material sort of in one stage or another, uh, you know, kind of uh, in play and and so forth. But, uh uh, you know, I never really kind of broke out of this region for any number of reasons, you know, not the least of which is, you know, it hasn't been too hard for me to teach guitar and play gigs and make a living doing that, so it's, you know, it's, it's what I do anyways. Uh, but that's not quite the same as maybe, you know, having a, you know, legit original uh, material that, you know, that really hits, you know, it's because of right. stuff that people like, of course. That's a whole kind of a different different aspect. Uh, and um, so, you know, it was just one of those things where she was real encouraging and, you know, said I should, you know, ask Ross for some advice or whatever and, you know, contact him. And, 
and she said that, you know, he, you know, seen the clip and thought that I sounded pretty good or whatever, you know, and so of course by this time I was all, you know, uh, you know, a little bit nervous. <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, <laughs> calling Ross the boss here. But, uh, but you know, all, all in all, I mean, it was just a great experience, and Ross was, you know, very helpful with a little bit of just sort of advice and, and counsel, you know, because, I mean, I've been doing it, you know, on my end for a long time, but, uh, you know, to, to think that I uh, don't have a lot to learn from somebody like that uh, would be silly, you know, so uh, so I was all ears and, and soaked up a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, just uh, what he had to say and kind of started formulating some ideas about what I wanted to do, and even at that point, I wasn't really thinking that he would end up, you know, playing on a song with me. And uh, so it just all ended up coming together. I kind of got hooked up with this uh, vocalist in Germany that uh, uh, ended up being a pretty big part of the project. I'm sure we'll be uh, working together uh, uh, more, whether it's live or or with some studio stuff or both. Um, And uh, so that led to me doing more vocals than I had planned originally. Uh, My three previous efforts were all totally instrumental, and I kind of okay. started thinking, eh, maybe, you know, I'd have one or two vocal tunes on this one, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it all just kind of came together uh, uh, pretty naturally, and, and, in, and in hindsight, you know, pretty, pretty easily, I mean, you know, I, I was sort of approaching it as, as doing some networking and, and uh, trying to get involved with some people that had the more experience than me and uh so so far that's all uh, you know kind of kind of paid off on the project i mean it just came out great uh it was fixed and mastered in germany by rolf monk in the uh, empire studios which carson schultz who's the singer you know he hooked me up with that uh connection and you know, that studio's done all kinds of stuff with, you know, guys from, you know, Black Sabbath and Rainbow, and they just did a bunch of recording for the new Michael Shanker album and, you know, all kinds oh, nice. of stuff. So, you know, all of a sudden I'm in here, you know, with Ross the Boss and guys that are working with Michael Shanker and stuff, you know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so yeah, you know, it's it's really nice that, uh, that it's all kind of come together and, and that... Uh, that people are really responding to it because, you know, I'm getting on a lot of internet radio and, and, uh, you know, selling a few more CDs just online and so forth as it is and kind of got some things in the works to, to get some, some live dates going here probably after the first year as, as close as we're getting, you know, to the, to the end of this one now. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, it's kind of put one foot after the other and, and forging ahead is the, you know, kind of the attitude. (laughs) <laughs> now you mentioned how your 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 previous albums have all been instrumental, and this one uh, you had uh, the singer Carson on it, and I think he sang on four songs. Um, did you approach things differently, like with those songs that you knew vocals were going to be on, like writing them, or was it still kind of the same process? You know, uh, a little bit. But I've written vocal tunes in the past. I've done. Uh, you know, again, some independently uh, type uh, released, uh, you know, CDs with, you know, with local band of one or sort or another here over the years uh, and some other demos of songs, you know, that I wrote that had vocals or whatever. So it's not like I had never done any vocal tunes before. But, 
but the process is, is a little bit different, although with my instrumental stuff, I approach it typically like a vocal tune in that, you know, there's more of a verse and a chorus uh, kind of arrangement as opposed to, um, you know, treading all the way through over, you know, one riff or whatever you might potentially have otherwise. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, of course, writing the, writing the, the actual lyrics is something that, uh, uh, that's different than doing the instrumental tunes. Uh, so, you know, that has its own, uh, sort of, uh, I don't really find it like challenging as in difficult, you know, or that it's a problem, but, you know, it's just another, another sort of part to work through. Uh, and actually, right. Karsten wrote the lyrics on two of the tunes, although the melody and or title and some elements of the lyric, you know, maybe I sort of presented him with some, some ideas. And then uh, for Blood on the Cross and Let Me Hear You Scream, those were ones where I had a solid melody and the lyrics fully written, you know, and then he just totally delivered the goods on those, you know, big time. Mm -hmm. So. So yeah, it came out. I mean, it really, really came out great. And uh, you know, we're looking at definitely nothing firm yet, but but we're looking at what might be some pops possibilities for some live playing. And it's definitely not out of the question that uh, that I'd get Carson over here in the U.S. Uh, oh, nice. you know, if the if the situation was was right for that. So so yeah, one way or the other, we're uh, we're looking to get live stuff going and. Uh, you know, just just getting the exposure right and getting some real nice reviews and all, and and uh, so so I, I I think I think as we get a couple months down the road here, I think I'll sort of be in a good position to to kind of get that going as well. So nice, that'd be awesome. Yeah, 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 it really would. And uh, you know, of course, I'm just really you know thankful for the opportunity that I've had up to this point. You know, working with the with the people that I have, uh, so far and, and, uh, you know, uh, you just, you just got to keep, uh, you just, you just got to keep going. You, you know, uh, the, there's not really any end one way or the other. I mean, you know, even if I, uh, got some tour dates then after that, there'd be another record and, you know, then another bunch of dates after that, that I'd be in between. <laughs> so, you know, just, yeah, just keep going. Not, not really, uh, not really an option yeah, yeah. to do anything else, you know. Yeah. You know, what you am I going to do? Get another job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How about um, any any video maybe for any of the songs or? You know, that's definitely something that I've been kind of thinking about, but haven't yet, uh, uh, you know, done anything with. And depending on what we do, um, uh, go go that way. Uh, you know, there's ways I could go. I could do it, still have it look good and be pretty low budget and kind of really keep it right in-house or, you know, maybe right. maybe make a little bit better production out of it. And uh, if, if I could, uh, it, it would be awesome to get a video with the, with the, with the group for, for Blood on the Cross that plays on there with the with Ross and, and LaPond and everybody. So you never know. <laughs> so, so, 
so far I've envisioned several things in my head that have pretty pretty much come to pass that I wouldn't have necessarily expected. So you never know. <laughs> you, exactly. You, you never say never. You never know what could happen. You just keep on going. Keep trying to work. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Cool. So, uh, all right. So, where can everybody go and find out about Lou DeBello and get your music and get Heatwave and everything else? So, for sure, sort of any kind of general search is going to pull it up. But if you go to LouDeBello.com, uh, that's got you know link for all the uh, you know for the typical uh, buying outlets for both you know hard CDs as well as uh, uh, you know any kind of download or whatever that uh, that people like and. Uh, uh, you know, specifically, you could also you go directly, you know, to Amazon or whatever iTunes or uh, any of those places as well, and and search to Lou DeBello. But uh, but yeah, purchasing is pretty easy. Uh, uh, I've had people uh, email me for uh, you know for a, a signed uh, copy, and so I still have uh, some of those that I can send out directly to. And then uh, uh, you know, I've got a book pretty good batch of stuff on YouTube and it just if you search Lou DeBello you catch catch a lot of stuff on YouTube, a couple of nice clips and some other uh some other stuff like that. So yeah, sort of uh, pretty easy to get it online, that's for sure. Cool. Very cool. Well Lou this is great talking to you. I wish you a lot of luck and uh we're gonna uh, we're gonna spin some Lou DeBello music. That's awesome, babe. Thanks man. I really appreciate it. Thank you man. Take care. Okay, we'll talk again. Thank you. Yep. Bye.
Fox, there you go, Mr. Lou DiBella, with the help of a little bit of friends, one and only Mr. Ross the Boss. That's right, Ross the Boss helped him out there on that one, uh, sharing some guitar leads. That tune's called Blood on the Cross. It's from Lou's album Heat Wave, which is out now, so check it out. Go to all your finer uh, digital places to get it, and uh, just go on his website. Look him up, Lou DiBello, and uh, good dude. Freaking classic, I mean... Really classic metal-sounding album, and uh, the dude can wail. So there you go. Check him out, Lou DiBella. So, all right, there you go. Here's another uh, another show in the books for you, episode number 83 of Toto Driven Radio Rocks. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you check out our website, Toto Driven Radio, com. Take your pick. Both will lead you to the same place. Make sure you uh, find us all over the world on social media. Look for us, like us, love us, follow us. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Totally Driven Entertainment, Totally Driven Radio, Totally Driven TV. Just look for them. Or look for me, Bay Ragney. Or, uh, you know, you can uh, shoot me a tweet, send me a message on Facebook, or just shoot me an email and make a request. BayRagney at gmail.com. All right, thanks, uh, thanks for the request. Thanks for tuning in. And until next week, stay driven. See you, everybody.